0: From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org, riding solo today as Kamel King is on assignment. Well, as we do every Friday, we'll be traveling across the state letting you know about the people, places, and events that make Mississippi a unique and fascinating place to live. We'll start this road trip off in Jackson at New Stage Theater for their production of Sister Act. Next, we'll move to Yazoo City for the Hills Meet the Delta Quilt Show. Then we'll drop back in Jackson and talk all about Cathead Jam 2018. We'll end the show with musician Todd Snyder of Hardworking Americans. So hold on tight because we're going for a ride here on Next Stop Mississippi. We'll be right back after the news.
1: You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio.
0: Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org. Here solo today as Kamel King is out on assignment. But that's okay. We've got friends in the studio with us today. And we've also got you, our listeners, out there in radio land joining us from your car radios, from your laptop computers, from your kitchen uh, kitchen sink Well, we'd love to hear from you today. We want to know what's happening in your neck of the woods. We're here to tell you about great things happening around the state, but we know there's a lot we miss. So give us a call 1-877-672-7464. That's 1-877-MPB-RING. Give us a buzz and let us know what's happening in your hometown this weekend. Now, as I mentioned, coming into the show, Kamel is out on assignment. And as you would imagine, Kamel is out on a magnificent assignment. He is at the Atlanta Food and Wine Festival this weekend, representing culinary travel to Mississippi, and so excited about the great food in Mississippi. I mean, we all know this is a wonderful place to come eat and experience a really diverse cuisine. Last night, Kamel and his team, led by Chef Taylor Bowen Ricketts of Fan and Johnny's in Greenwood, served biscuits with oyster gravy to the masses. And let me tell you guys, the Instagram pictures are incredible. So hats off to that hardworking team at Atlanta Food & Wine. We know that we're going to see a lot of visitors coming back to Mississippi from their uh, good work there in Atlanta. And I also want to um, invite you listeners to come out next week and join me. Come, come say hello on June 7th at Broad Street Bakery. From 7 to 11, Mississippi Today is going to be having a public newsroom. We want to buy you a cup of of coffee and talk about the 2018 midterm elections. It's really heating up, guys. There's lots of interesting things to discuss. So we'll be there talking election talk and also talking a bit about The Jungle, Mississippi Today's new election podcast. So again, come visit me June 7th. Have a cup of coffee from 7 to 11 at Broad Street Bakery. Well, without further ado, joining me in studio today, so pleased to have Kimberly Morgan-Miles and Ray McFarland, two stars of New Stage Theater's current production of Sister Act. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you. you. Well, (laughs) it's uh, super special to have you both here because you opened Sister Act this week to a sold-out two-week run.
1: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Immediately- uh, held it over for mm-hmm. another an, an extended week of productions right. mm-hmm. so your energy must be
1: through the roof <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes. this, uh, it's it, that's really exciting when you're in a show and before it even opens that you know that it's sold out that people really want to come see this particular piece of theater um it it I know my energy went through the roof and the cast was Ooh. giggling, you know, through the 7-hour rehearsals we were doing every day because we knew the audience is going to be there and they're going to love this.
0: Now, I think most of us know of Sister
2: Act from the blockbuster uh, movie with Whoopi Goldberg, right. but mm-hmm. it it started out on Broadway, is that right? It started in London. I actually saw that production um and then it came over to America on Broadway.
0: Wow, wow. Yeah. Now, um, Kimberly Morgan Miles, people know your name because you are a <laughs> former Miss Mississippi and also a semi finalist in the Miss America pageant. So it's super exciting to have you in the studio with oh us my today. Gosh. Thank um, you. As I was welcoming you guys this morning, I was telling you I read a story by Sherry Lucas on Mississippi Today that talks a bit about your background as a performer and as an artist. And you have a very uncommon story for a stage performer performer. Yes.
2: Oh yeah, I grew up with a hearing disability and seventy percent and um and I know I I share that story because it's a testament of who I am and and it's just a lot of people don't understand the hard work that my parents and um did for me to have the confidence to to be on stage after all those numerous surgeries and um and so my life kind of started into being pushed on the stage at first initially and um and from there I loved the stage and then that was really kind of the beginning of my my life story
0: Certainly, and certainly. Still doing it today. Well, I saw you perform in "It Ain't Nothing But the Blues" at New I Stage do. several years ago. <laughs> it's one of the best productions I've seen there. Maybe because it was just something I was, you know, really interested in. But um, uh, tell me a little bit about what attracted you to this role in Sister Act.
2: Oh my gosh! I mean, seeing it in London for sure. Um, it was incredible, incredible seeing Patina Miller and that cast. Just it blew me away. It really blew me away. And um, and when I found out that they're that new stage was gonna have it in the season. I said, Oh my God, I would love to audition for this. And I I was a little hesitant at first and I said, you know what, I'm gonna give it a shot. I saw Peppy and he said, yeah, I know you're gonna know you're gonna audition, right? I said,
0: <laughs> you can't yeah. really say no when a no, question's poor. And you can't say way. no to
2: Peppy. <laughs> yeah. Pepe Bitty. You can't say no to him. I mean he's amazing. Yeah. And he I've worked with him before. And so I just knew that this was gonna be a remarkable production, not because uh because of it being a wonderful musical, but also because he's a wonderful director, mm-hmm. and I, I and when he asked me, I said, "Okay,
0: <laughs> let's do it." Let's, let's do this. Do it. <laughs> now, uh, Ray, you teach theater. You are a, an actor on on film, and you also do voiceovers. Right. You're you're a busy guy
2: when it I comes to, to um to, <laughs> to the
0: theater world. So, <laughs> what I mean, considering that your day is so consumed with theater life, what brought you out? to get involved?
1: I would rather be on stage uh, performing for an audience than just about anything. Wow. Um, There is something about the energy that an audience gives you. And I don't know. uh, I've been performing since I was probably four years old. Uh, Church choir stuff and then got into... I'm old. Uh, Back when (laughs) I I was growing up, public schools always had theater. Uh, I went to Boyd Elementary School. Every class had to do a play. Chastain Junior High School, every homeroom did a play. And then I had the great luck of going to Murrah High School uh, and having Emmy Lou Patton, who was our uh, drama director, and the amazing Karen Gilfoy, who was uh, our choral director, that made me love theater and made me love performance. I was a singer too, strictly back then. I was not the golden-throated little boy <laughs> oh, I love that image. I couldn't hit. And luckily um, went down to New Stage in 1971 and auditioned for Ivan Ryder uh, to be in a play um, the play Tartuffe mm. and Ivan I say is the reason that I knew I had to make theater part of my life. Wow. Um, He was not only an incredible director, he was a mentor. And uh, 44 shows, 45 shows, I think this is, later at New Stage. Still going. And I was in New York for about 15 years and very lucky up there. Did a lot of national tours of plays and musicals and got into doing television commercials and voiceovers and stuff. And then moved back here uh, after my mother passed away to be with my dad. And yeah, I'm a teacher. I teach at uh, Mm -hmm. St. Andrew's Episcopal School. I run the upper school theater department. And it's one of those teacher moments when you see, even if it's one kid, when they get that, "Oh my goodness, you know, <laughs> yes, I can do this." And that spark, hey, mm. that's worth every bit of it. Sure, that's the
0: payoff. That's you an incredible bet. story, incredible background. Now, it's interesting to me. I, I do want to get into into Sister Act and, and what this story is about, and and all of the very. Uh, incredible moving parts you have with this uh, production particularly but one thing I found very interesting about this cast for Sister Act is you guys have a lot of teachers you're both award-winning teachers Mm -hmm. um, in the theater world and you've got other choral teachers and teachers of all backgrounds Mm -hmm. joining you on stage Mm -hmm. so why what what attracts teachers to Sister Act (laughs) Are they ready (laughs) to laugh at the end of the school year? Is everybody just ready? Oh, oh, oh. we were laughing about that that just (laughs) the other day.
1: Uh, The students think they're the ones. They'll come up, Mr. Mack, you know, you you just don't understand. We're so ready for school to be out. And I look at them and just laugh because it's like... (laughs) Buddy, you have to understand something. We're just, just as like excited you. as you are. You know, we love you. We love being with you, but we need a break. This is a joy,
2: but it will be much more joyful in the fall. <laughs> and that I also have a student that's performing in the show. She yeah. auditioned, and uh, she just graduated from Tougaloo College. I'm, I am a professor at Tougaloo College, creative writing and theater, and I am just extremely thrilled and ecstatic that she is a part of this cast.
0: Well, that's very exciting, very fun, I think, probably for you to have that continued mentorship or apprenticeship, if you will, oh, in, into the new stage atmosphere. So let's talk a little bit about this play. I, again, I think a lot of people have an idea of what Sister Act is about. Um, but, Ray, as we were saying earlier, it's the numbers behind this uh, production are pretty staggering. Yeah.
1: We have a cast of 21 performers and uh I don't think I'm bragging at all on this. We have some amazing performers, mm-hmm. some very talented, uh, I have to call them kids. Uh, <laughs> I mean, a lot of the cast is is young, but they sing, mm-hmm. they dance, mm-hmm. they act. Uh, they can pick up the choreography a lot quicker than I can. <laughs> um, That's exciting. But uh, 36 musical numbers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Re- honestly, I don't know how many different scenes Are in the show, but our the New Stage's technical cast has built us this fabulous set that Mm -hmm. we get to play on every night. Um, It's it's one of those shows that I think would be just as interesting for the audience to be backstage to -hmm. see what we do because we have costume changes. I know Kimberly, I have about
2: yeah about nine costume changes, maybe maybe more, but it's and
1: some of them take some of her costume changes are done in like. Fifteen twenty yeah. seconds.
2: That's amazing.
0: Yeah. It is. That is the power of theater. That
2: is. Yeah. That's really the energy is. for us. So.
0: Yeah. That is so exciting. Well, I did read um, that there are 20 moving um, parts on the set mm-hmm. with more than 25 scenes with 23 different locations. You know, yes. we're, we're taken to 23 different places throughout the performance. Yeah. It's, it's just a a remarkable. It's a huge
1: musical. Um, most shows, most musicals will have two or three set locations. Um, In this, you may have a scene. uh, The opening scene takes place in what's supposed to be a bar. Mm -hmm. Something flies in, a nightclub, not Mm -hmm. a bar. Uh, Something flies in to create the illusion of the stage. Kimberly comes out and wows the audience with two backup singers and a number where she's supposedly auditioning. All of a sudden, that's gone. Mm -hmm. You're inside a convent. And
3: projections. That's dramatic. Uh,
1: yeah. They use a lot of projections on where uh, arches and the, the, as part of the convent to create even more locations.
2: Well, it's brilliant. They they have really the technical design team have done an, an incredible job incredible. defining locations and. Now, really Kimberly,
0: favorite. talk a little bit about you've grown up singing and performing, mm-hmm. um, dancing. Tell about really sort of the technical aspects of, of what this performance is like for you. Oh.
2: <laughs> Where should I start? Because um, I have to say, I have to admit that it was really challenging at first because I actually lost my voice in the beginning. Wow. Could not talk um, after, the, after the second day of mm-hmm. rehearsal. And was
0: that just from over utilizing your your voice
2: no it was um sinus oh, it was yeah. I, I really had a big infection like a really big reaction I don't know but it took about nearly two weeks I really just getting my voice back. Wow. What a voice. (laughs) What a voice.
0: Well, the the timing couldn't be better. I I congratulate you both on this wonderful opening. Uh, uh, As as we said, the first two weeks sold out before the first um, curtain was raised, and now you've extended uh, one more week of performances. Mm So Mm -hmm. uh, this performance of Sister Act uh, will be held over through June 17th, so there is still opportunity to come out and and see a show. Uh, Tell our listeners um, what time the performance is taking place? What uh, days of the week?
1: Okay, we're Tuesday through Saturday nights uh, at seven thirty, and then on Sunday afternoons at two o'clock. Uh, and we hope you will uh, come see our show. We're very, very proud of it. You can uh, call New Stage at 601-948-3533. Or go to their website and get your tickets online at www.newstagetheater.com. Believe me, you will be entertained. The audiences are eating this show up. Oh, it's so exciting. so exciting for us, too.
0: Well, congratulations to you both. Uh, Best wishes to the cast as well. Uh, Thank you, um, Kimberly Morgan-Miles, for being in studio, as well as Ray McFarlane with Sister Act at New Stage Theater. It's time for us to take a quick break, but when we return, we'll head to Yazoo City for the Hills Meet the Delta Quilt Show. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPV Think Radio.
4: the arts and music is mpb music radio from classical to bluegrass and everything in between mpb music radio has a sound for every ear for information on where to find mpb music radio visit mpbonline.org
1: you're listening to next stop mississippi on mpb think radio
0: welcome back this is next stop mississippi on mpb think radio i'm mary margaret miller with mississippitoday.org. If you're just joining us, before the break, we spoke with Kimberly Morgan-Miles and Ray McFarlane about New Stage Theater's newest production of Sister Act. Now, we're going to head to Yazoo City, where we're joined by Phyllis Haynes on the line. Forgive me, Phyllis, I have a little um, tickle in my throat. Thank you for joining us to talk to us about the Hills Meet the Delta quilt show happening on June 9th um, in Yazoo City at the Triangle Cultural Center.
5: Yes, it's a beautiful place. 3332 North Main is right in downtown area. And it's just been renovated, and uh, I think it's a good place for a quilt show. Now,
0: um, I did read this morning, Phyllis, that this weekend you guys are hosting your big Mississippi Quilters uh, Gathering in Jackson. Are you are you there now? No, no. I'm a member of that,
5: but I'm not there at the quilt show.
0: Okay, okay. Now, tell us a little bit about the idea behind the Delta Meets the Hills quilt show. Uh, Where'd this idea come from?
5: It was my idea just to bring people to Yazoo City, and uh, I like to go to quilt shows, and this is a perfect place for one. That's right. I have spent some
0: time at the Triangle Arts Center, not since it's been been, um, restored, but I I imagine it's just really striking. The the quilts you'll be showing uh, next weekend, tell us a little bit about the collection.
5: Uh, We just ask people to bring their quilts and the vendors. um, We've got vendors coming to Fabric Shop will be there and another man will have quilts and uh, the exhibitors. I think I've got 20 quilts so far, but I'll have more
0: that day. Is there a particular style of quilting you're showing, or are there styles you're excited about
5: featuring? No, just any style. I like the art quilts, but I don't know what's coming yet. This is our first year, and this is kind of trial and error. The judge, quilt judge is helping us, Rhonda Blassingame from Jackson.
0: Sure, Rhonda Blassingame, love her work.
5: She's a member of the Misfit Craftsman's
0: Guild and has these wonderful, what I call story quilts. I don't know if that's exactly the right term, but I, I like her work. It's very vibrant. Yeah, she does great quilting. I think she's going to be there. Are you going to be showing any quilts, Phyllis? A vintage quilt. I've got a postage stamp vintage quilt that I'm going to show. And what does that mean for our listeners who, who are not quilters? What is a postage stamp quilt?
5: Just the... The pieces are just about the size of a postage stamp, real small. And it's all sewed together, and I've got one great quilt.
0: Well, that's really cool. Is that a family quilt of yours or something you've found along the way? No, I found it up in uh, Tennessee, I believe.
5: Years ago. Now, you're a member of the Delta Quilters. Can you tell us a little bit about your group? Well, they meet on Monday, Monday night, and then I think Tuesday night she gives another lesson for the Holmes Junior College people. Okay, great. And and I did read
0: that you will be featuring the work of Rita Warnock uh, at the upcoming Hills
5: Meet the Delta Quilt show. Can you talk about Rita a bit? Well, she's a member of the Craftsman's Guild. She makes uh these art quilts that are just beautiful, and uh, I have a lot of good quilters coming in more quilters than I thought i, I didn't realize there were so many quilters in Mississippi but
0: do you find that lot. um that quilting is is growing in popularity? I think so more than what I realized until I started this. Well, I, I'm really glad to hear that. Now, uh, remind our listeners when um, when your quilting show takes place and how
5: they can learn more about it. Okay. it If you want to bring your quilt, you got to bring them the day before on Friday, June the 8th, and to the Triangle Cultural Center. And the judge, we're going to judge them that afternoon. And then by the next morning, uh, July, June the 8th, 9th, We will uh, let the visitors in, and it's $2 a piece to enter and see all the quilts and the vendors, and uh, I think it'll be a big day.
0: Well, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. While folks come out to Yazoo City to come and enjoy the quilt show,
5: are there other things you recommend they might check out while they're in the area? They can go downtown, see our colorful buildings, and uh, I think, you know, the, the downtown is just two blocks, two blocks down from this Triangle Cultural Center. Well, that's great. And that's- there's a lot of things down there to, to see, and there's an antique shops and a and uh, malls, and it's a great place to visit. Wonderful.
0: Well, Phyllis Haynes, thank you so much for joining us today to talk a little bit about Hills Meet the Delta Quilt Show. That's taking place next Saturday, June 9th, from 9 to 4 at the Triangle Cultural Center in Yazoo City. We're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, we'll speak about the Cathead Jam 2018. Don't go far. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPV Think Radio.
1: Formative MPB news stories, the local shows you love, up-to-date severe weather info, and a state and worldwide reach telling the story of Mississippi. You're listening to MPB Think Radio.
4: This is Bill Ellison, host of Grassroots on MPB. Few artists have had greater influence on American folk and acoustic music than guitarist Doc Watson. Doc was part of the 1960s folk revival. He was also a star of the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band's early 70s classic Will the Circle Be Unbroken album. And he's in the Bluegrass Music Hall of Fame. Doc is also a frequent guest in the Bluegrass Cabin, so come see us on Grassroots Saturday night at 8 on MPB Think Radio.
1: Oh, you're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio.
0: Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller here with MississippiToday.org. Kamel King is out on assignment. As I mentioned earlier in the show, Kamel is at Atlanta food and wine festival representing the great state of Mississippi and promoting culinary and Cocktail travel to Mississippi. And it's just a great coincidence that joining me in studio now, we have Major Marco and Allie Beston from Cathead Distillery. Welcome, guys. Thanks,
3: Mary Margaret. Thanks so, for having
0: us. So good to have you. Now, I mentioned earlier in the show that Camell has been, um, you know, hawking some biscuits with oyster gravy at the Atlanta Food and Wine Festival, accompanied by a lovely Cathead vodka cocktail called a mississippi sipper so you guys are always really generous and involved in that event always good about reaching outside of state lines and promoting what's good about mississippi one of those things i don't think you'd really expect from a a distillery why talk about that kind of mission of you guys of being like ambassadors for mississippi
3: well with atlanta food and wine specifically um it's unfortunate that we're not there. We've always been large participants. But now that we have our, our birthday celebration, it seems to fall on the same weekend. So we're grateful that people are, are still willing to, to take our products and support Mississippi and support the brand. Uh, but overall, our, our, our mission is really to be involved in, in every community that we're distributed in. And that's how we build the brand. And that's how we work with people. We um, we start kind of from the ground level with meeting new people and fun people and, uh, Allie and I just spent a week together in Kentucky, launching Kentucky.
0: Wow, congratulations. And uh,
3: just uh, community. It's its community, community, community. And I can't say it enough because it's so important um, to what we do and then to the individual communities as well. So um, yep. that's kind of how Atlanta Food & Wine fits into that.
6: Sure, absolutely. Yeah, we like to say we're there in spirit. You' <laughs> You're
0: over there in the spirit, That's so no fun there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, uh, when you talk about community, we're going to talk about the jam today in this big eight year birthday party celebration. But I do want to talk a little bit more about Cathead the company because I just find it really interesting. I think our listeners uh, do as well. I want you guys to paint a picture of Cathead Distillery in downtown Jackson. It's a special place right it- now <laughs> <'Cause it's crazy. laughs> like, right now it's a disaster there's scaffolding everywhere no it's actually
6: come a, like it looks great all the tents are up we um got we have a photo booth display cathead distillery um the the, st- the stage looks awesome uh it's probably one of the best years it is the best year
3: absolutely it's the best year and uh teaming up with Ardenland who uh Arden Bardet has has done music in Jackson for as long as I've been alive Going back to the days of sitting at Ticketmaster at Bebop Record Shop and waiting on tickets to go on sale, and so to have a partner like that is is phenomenal from a, from a production standpoint. And then uh, we were just talking about it. Uh, we're the partner that likes to party, and so it's Arden gets the the, the hard work done, and then we bring the party, and that's kind of where we fit in. But um, the distillery in Jackson in downtown Jackson, uh, the main thing that that our two owners Austin and Richard wanted to do was to create a community. Spot in downtown Jackson uh, where people can come, family friendly. Uh, it's pet friendly most of the time. Unfortunately, the jam today is not pet friendly because um, we're expecting large crowds and that can get kind of out of hand. But um, just a, pay, a a place for people to commune and 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 hang out and have a good time. Um, and that's that's really what we're all about.
0: Now, this festival is in its eighth year, I believe.
3: Well, no, it's in its third year, but Cathead's eighth birthday is uh, is right now, and so. When we moved to downtown, we finally had an entertaining space we, when we were in Gluckstadt we were in an industrial strip center and so it didn't it wasn't conducive to this type of, of party and so this is our third year biggest year um, got a lot of great bands partner got a lot of great food vendors, local food vendors that are coming in we have a food village it's a, it's a full-on festival for Jackson and that's kind of the main thing we wanted to create was was something for Jackson.
0: Well, I I love the name Cathead Jam. It is uh, just a a great, uh, great. Way to call it. Uh, the the artwork's really fun. You got kind of a jelly jar that's uh, kind of sets the tone for the day. Casual, but uh, might get a little sticky. It's gonna it's, be a good time. It's
3: funny though. there was when we the first year we did it and with the logo, uh, everybody was asking, "So oh, is Cathead making jam now?" <laughs> <laughs> so we had, there was a little bit of confusion, but we're, we're getting past that.
0: <laughs> that's too funny. I love it. Now, all right, you mentioned food. Uh, there's always you know a lot of camaraderie, but really this festival is about music. One hundred percent. And wow, what a lineup. Talk a little bit about it's two days. You're starting out today. You're going into tomorrow. Tell our listeners about what you got uh, in store.
3: So music is really the soul of Cathead and kind of what we're all about and where where Austin and Richard came up with the brand. And so we continue to build on that. Um, but today, uh, as you mentioned, Mary Margaret, it's two days. Um, we have the gates open at four. Uh, She's me, gates open at five. Uh, Elliot Root comes on at six. Black Pistol Fire comes on at seven thirty, and then the boys with Moon Taxi will be on at nine. Uh, we also have late night shows at Martin's, cool, uh, both Friday and Saturday night, and um, the Saturday jam- or the Saturday lineup. Allie will tell you a little bit about.
6: Yeah, we have um, the Busty Petites. Well, the gates open at two. We have at two thirty, we have the Busty Petites. Three forty-five, we have Luthie, which is a Nashville band, and so. We're up in the Nashville. Um five fifteen we have Leftover Salmon. Um seven o'clock we have Hardworking Americans and nine o'clock JJ Grow JJ Gray and Mofro are finishing out the night. Wow, what
0: a day. So, We've got Todd Snyder with Hardworking Americans joining us on the show a little later. So really excited for our listeners to get a taste of what they can come out and experience yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, they're
3: great. And, and all of the bands are great. It's a it's a wonderful, wonderful setup. If you haven't gotten tickets, um our, our ticket service is actually down. So go to Ardenland Land office in uh, in the Fondra Quarter Building, or uh, we're going to have a box office on site where people can buy tickets.
0: Oh, great. That was going to be my next question. Can mm. we come, you know, show up and buy at the gate?
3: Absolutely, you can.
0: So what's been the reception from uh, folks out there? Are people excited?
3: Yeah, it seems like it. We, um, It's a lot of buzz. We've kind of got a... a, a Bands from a lot of different age demographics, right? Moon Taxi is a young, up-and-coming band, and then you've got Leftover Salmon, who's been around for 20, 30 years, and then Hardworking Americans, which is kind of a super group with Todd Snyder, Dave Schools, Dwayne Trucks, um, and then J.J. Graham Mofro. So we we really have... uh, Got a got a broad group that can come out and and have some fun and enjoy some music.
0: That's right. I mean, you know, it really harkens back to the Jubilee Jam days. I don't know if we've had quite this much uh, music power in one spot in quite a long time in downtown Jackson.
3: It's wonderful. Um, and and since Jubilee Jam went away, that is, it's been something that we've all missed. It was it was a wonderful, wonderful thing, and uh, we. The more people that come, the more we can grow this thing and, and we can bust out of the gates of Cathead and, and make it into a, a multi stage festival. And that's kind of the goal to continue to grow it and have a festival for Jackson.
0: Very cool. Now, uh, in typical Cathead fashion, I would imagine you might have some sort of specialty cocktail for the Cathead Jam
6: weekend.
0: Uh, do you guys have anything prepared for um, us thirsty folks?
6: Yes. Um, so we got three cocktails: uh, Good as Gold with Cathead Vodka and um, Cannonboro Honey Basil Soda, mm. which is um, out of Charleston, South Carolina, small craft uh, soda company. Very cool. And then we got a Mississippi Mule with Cathead Honeysuckle vodka and their ginger beer. And then Midnight a Blues. Classic. Yes, classic. Um, Midnight Blues with the Bristow Gin and their Raspberry Mint Soda. Wow. So very simple, very easy to make. Um, porch Pounders. So love it, love it.
0: And we've
3: also partnered up with Capital City Beverage, and um, they're doing a lot of beer. We've got. Uh, domestic beers. We've got a lot of craft beers. It is. There's a lot of booze to drink. Uh, also got a lot of water, and we actually uh, we yeah, got stay
6: hydrated.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> we got uh, a pallet of canned gatorade and not many people are familiar with canned gatorade but it's the best
0: wow i did not (laughs) know that was a thing well we've got a little something for everyone i love it that's great that's great well major and Allie, thank you all for coming in i know this is a busy day for you i wish you both the best i know you're gonna have a great crowd and looks like the weather's gonna be pretty nice too i think
3: so i think we're gonna have a great crowd i hope everybody comes out and just has a great time because that's it's a it's a festival for Jackson.
0: Now, remind folks again one more time where they can go and learn more about Cathead Jam and uh, figure out, um, you know, what time they want to come out and, you know, how they want to hang.
3: So, again, our, with the ticket service being down, uh, you can buy tickets from Ardenland in the Fondra Corner building. Um, the box office will be open an hour before the gates. At catheadjam.com has all of the information, has all the frequently asked questions. Um, a lot of information there. Uh, We'll be posting stuff on social media, but um, the biggest thing is is just come out and enjoy. And if you want to make a day out of it, great. Or if you want to come to see one act, that's cool, too. We just we want people to come down and hang out with us.
0: That's wonderful. Well, thanks, guys. So glad to have you in the studio. It is time for our final break. But when we return, we'll welcome to the show music guest Tide Snyder of Hardworking Americans. He's going to be here in Jackson tomorrow at the Cathead Jam. So don't go anywhere because you don't want to miss what's coming up on Next Stop Mississippi.
3: Hot wind blowing smoke through gray streets. A face I recognize
7: staring right through me. And going down. Too
2: An evening of jazz can be just what the doctor ordered. Join me, Meredith Michelle, with WJSU's Evening Jazz, 7 to 10 weeknights on MPB Music Radio.
1: You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio.
0: next stop mississippi on mpb think radio i'm mary margaret miller with mississippitoday.org and it's now your favorite time of the next stop mississippi hour it's our musical guest segment so happy and very pleased and honored to welcome to the show american singer songwriter todd snyder of Hardworking americans thanks for joining us todd
7: Hey Mary. Thanks for having me
0: on. Yeah, it was great to have you. A lot of buzz around the capital City about your performance tomorrow with Hardworking Americans at the Cathead Jam. Now, if I'm reading uh the Internet correctly, this is the first performance of Hardworking Americans in Mississippi.
7: Oh, I did not know. That that's shocking to me. I think, I thought we'd have got there sooner.
0: Well, we're we're glad you're coming. We're we're glad well, you're on your way. Wait.
7: I can't wait. <laughs>
0: Now, you guys talk about this tour with Hardworking Americans as the never-ending world tour. Can you tell mm-hmm. our, our listeners a little bit uh, about this band and, uh, and what touring really means to your sound and to your music?
7: Well, a lot of people think from the sound of our name, maybe that we're sort of like a hardcore, um, more like a country band, and we're really more like um, sort of liberal hippie uh, group. And... Uh, which isn't to say like um uh y- you know and, and which which isn't to say we're not a presidential group our records number one on the charts uh millions of people go to our shows
0: yeah you guys <laughs> are big time <laughs>
5: our,
0: um... yeah well uh, yeah no so you guys um have uh you came together i believe about 4 years ago um it, it as a kind of a jam session and really found a lot of magic and a lot of uh camaraderie there in the music and, and have kind of grown from there. Uh, you're out touring right now. You've got a really cool live album out that we heard a tune-off of a little earlier yeah. in the show. Um, talk a little bit about uh, about the songwriting style, because I think I understand you started out kind of playing some sort of undiscovered covers, but really right. grew into your own uh, original songs.
7: Boy, I sure appreciate how much you know about us. That makes me feel good. Um, we did. We started off doing songs that most of my friends had made up, and then um, then we started doing uh, at practices instead of working up songs. We just started jamming, and I would just start singing words to see what what would come out, and it turned into an album of songs we made up. And it very much is like um, there's a there's a band called Widespread Panic that our bass player and our drummer are in, and those. That band is a big extended family that I see us as part of. They kind of call themselves the home team, mm-hmm. and our leader uh, Dave is is a is like a huge, plays a big role in that in that society. And I feel like, and then there was a guy named Colonel Bruce Hampton from Atlanta who was even the, who was like almost like Dave is he just passed away. He sure. was like the father of it, and I could see Dave morphing into the new one, and it's a whole culture. Um, of hippies, and as a singer-songwriter, I fell into it like almost like a muse, like I had been traveling with folk singers my whole life, and then I fell into this other world. And I think the songs, the songs come from. I guess I'm like a, I'm a word person. I make up poems, and but I want to be able to make up poems like the lead guitar player for Fish takes lead guitar, and I mm. that, so I guess it's short to make a long answer to it.
0: Well, and as you uh, alluded to Your your brothers in this endeavor Dave Schools on bass Dwayne Trucks on drums You've got Neil Kasel on guitar Along with Jesse Aycock uh, Chad Staley uh, with Great American Taxi And then of course you on lead vocals So uh, you know a lot of people call this Like a super group it, I think the music that you're doing Is very interesting And one thing that I, I read That I, I would love for you to talk A little bit about Is uh, Dave Schools mentioned That some of the songs emerged out of Todd Snyder's invocations I, I i like that word and I'd love to hear you talk a little more about <laughs> yeah. that yeah
7: it's funny it was um the whole intent of the um jam world is to do this free flowing thing where you don't have where you you put the guitar in your hands and you don't know what you're gonna do and I spent my life telling these stories and and then we decided to put them in a jam band context and just see what happened if instead of, it it's like the band's gonna stop break down and I'm gonna talk and we're gonna see what that turns into and it was really fun on the live record there's like two or three of them you could almost call them uh freestyle raps or poems they generally are are this uh are this uh, the, this exhortation to have fun or let go mm. and and relax but it's, it's neat, I guess. It, it's uh, and and so and then I, I felt like this thing that I had done as a young man that was kind of Arlo Guthrie like, started to morph into this thing that reminded me of when Dan Aykroyd was in the Blues Brothers. And all <laughs> or he, he, instead of going like, how's everybody doing tonight? I have this big band and I, I don't know. It's like more like a preacher or something.
0: Now, as you said, you're you're the word person. Uh, you've all words and storytelling have always been a big part of of your life as a performer. I believe you also have a book out there. Is that right?
7: Yeah, yeah. Like if I'm on a plane and somebody asks me what I do, I say author, <laughs> even though I'm uh, not really an author. But it's so much. It's they don't scooch over as, as quickly as they would if you said folk singer.
2: Sure,
0: sure. So is is your book is it a collection of poems? It's
7: it's like um that I was I was doing a show in New York and I told this long story and a publisher asked me if I could write that out and if I had more. And I was like, yeah, I I talk all that's all kind of what I do, you know. And and uh so I just went home and typed out my stories and then um then they put them out in a book. My friend Peter Cooper helped me. After I got it all together, they got, like, a real writer to help me make it into a, the real book, you know. But So it's kind of, in a way, uh, it's it's hard to describe it. But it's just like a bunch of road stories, I guess. And nobody ever learns anything or get, wins anything. It just kind of meanders. Uh, yeah. But it's funny. People like it.
0: You're, you're taking them on a journey. You're not necessarily getting them to the destination. Right, we're
7: going in. And it's a lot like being in music because we're not like a song – is one of the only things that you don't. The the goal of a song isn't to get to the end. In most, you know, most journeys, you're like, well, we're leaving here to get to there. But a song, you could just start with the end if you want it. You know what I mean? You're tired, but you're there. That's and I think the book says that the book is more like the middle of a song than the end.
5: Well,
0: speaking of songs, we're gonna uh, take a quick listen to some of your music, and we'll come back in and talk a little bit more. Great, man. Thanks for having me. Enjoying being Thank you.
7: dollar bill that they always frame. Watching media coverage of media coverage of some kid who can't make peace with fame. I'll over serve my company under general. payin' rain You see killing was payin' like I don't know how Peace paid money We'd have made it by now we have it new
0: and You just heard something else off of the live album we're all in this together by hard working Americans we've got Lead, uh, lead man and vocalist Todd Snyder on the lines with us today. Uh, love that tune, Todd. Tell us, um, with a song like that, what comes first? That really cool uh, bass line, or is it the lyrics?
7: For me, that's a good example of the band. I had that poem. i have been working on it for years, and, and um, the band started playing that music, and I was um, just trying to think of something to say, and that, and I, my, it's without, my brain just went, oh, I have something that might fit. <laughs> and that worked.
0: Very nice. Very nice. Now, uh, with this album, uh, we're all in this together. As we've mentioned, it's a live album. You put it out in 2017. I believe it was recorded live in Birmingham. Yeah. W- why a live album? What was uh, the inspiration there?
7: For us, I think that's the thing we do the best. And, in, in um, and that one in particular, I really think, like the definitive album of our group, is this this, this live album that just came out last year. I, I th- also, in hippie culture, I think there's a whole lot of um, about being the moment as opposed to being in the studio. Like The Grateful Dead, they tend to people tend to listen to live recordings of them more than their records. And I think we're a little bit like that. Our songs um, they really expand at the show and and sometimes even the words do uh Dave who's in charge will often instruct someone to like we'll make a plan like he'll he'll deliberately find a way to get throw a wrench into the system he'll know it's coming but it's set up to throw everybody a curve and see what happens mm. And they always, the bands, I don't play guitar in the band, so it's easy for me to brag about how good they, they play.
5: <laughs> That's
0: great. I, I love it. I love it. Now, uh, on, you've got a great website, hardworkingamericans.com, I believe. And one of the things I read uh, that resonated with me, something you said, is that uh, one of the deepest things that music does is it makes people dance. So let's talk a little bit about that philosophy.
7: I do think that um, that. The the losing your inhibitions really is the the thing that music does that's most profound for me. And even when it's the lyric that I'm gravitating to, if I think about it long enough, I'm gravitating towards that lyric because that lyric is trying to talk me out of my inhibitions and trying to convince me to be myself. And then I think that when people really... Another thing is, like, if you think of if there was a creator or a God, and that and that God was watching people, you think if they were dancing, that that entity would know that they were grateful and that they were happy. There's, it's just the most the most basic expression of gratitude and satisfaction that there is, and it feels like, in this in the small, minor, teeny way that being in a rock band could kind of be heavy or deep or spiritual. It feels like if you get a room full of people dancing on a Saturday night, you you did something. I don't know exactly what it is, but you did something more than nothing. And it feels electric when you're doing it. It feels druggy, not not like not like get encouraged people to, but it gets you high, you know?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. That's very beautiful. I, I love that. Well, Todd Snyder, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. I'm sorry we don't have much longer to talk, but I, I do appreciate your time. And uh, is there anything you want to tell the good folks of Mississippi um, to get prepared for this show tomorrow?
7: I can't wait to see you. I have great memories of handling Mal. I've enjoyed talking to you. Thank you for letting me on the radio. I appreciate you knowing so much about us.
0: Well, thank you. It's my pleasure. Absolutely. Well, again. Well, yeah, I'll, see, I'll be out there dancing. I look forward oh, to doing come it. Say hello. Okay, you su- surely will. All um, right, our friend Todd Snyder with hardworking Americans. What a pleasure to have him on the show today. And thank you, all of our listeners, for joining us here on Next Stop Mississippi. We had Kimberly Morgan Miles and Ray McFarland with us from New Stage Theater's production of Sister Act. Phyllis Haynes with the Delta Quilters, Major Marco here with Cathead Jam, talking about all the fun taking place at the distillery today and tomorrow in downtown Jackson. Of course, Todd Snyder with Hardworking Americans. Next Stop Mississippi was produced by Michelle McAdoo. For MPB Think Radio, I'm Mary Margaret Miller. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy for Women, and join us again next week on another great trip on Next Stop Mississippi, only on MPB Think Radio.
7: Oh